0: Welcome back to On the Block with Stricken Austin. On
1: 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, yeah. You know what it is. We're back on the block. Joining us on the, the StreamYard. My guy, one of my favorite guys to drop dimes to. He has some hops, too. Andy Markowski, joining us on the StreamYard. What's going on, my man? Andy Markowski, it was so good to see you at the alumni event, man. Uh, you're still looking tall and, 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 and handsome as ever, man. It was good to see you, brother. Um, you know, even though I, I I couldn't get you to take those shots for me, I was, I was politicking back there to try to get you guys to, <laughs> to take the shot for me, but it didn't work.
0: No, what's up? What's up, guys? What's up, Strick? Yeah, I, uh, that was about the only negative of the weekend, Strick. I bet Chubbick fifty bucks that you'd make one of the five. So, uh, oh, so you, you, you owe me a, a beverage
1: or a steak, <laughs> something, right? Yeah, um, that that is one of the hardest things to do, man. Is is when. You know, I hadn't shot over a year, and then you and you come in there and you, you you throw that kind of range. I could still shoot three-pointers, but good gosh. You, should, you know, maybe in high school when I had legs I could do it, but dang, I didn't have no legs and no lift, and it just did not work. But it's all good. It worked. The worst part about it, you're too good of a dice roller. You should have just rolled one. It was, the pressure, the <laughs> it would, have pressure would have been off. So you, you brought your college skill to the to the dice game. I think that's what, uh, that's what threw you off. Absolutely. Uh, Andy, man, um, you're doing a wonderful job. You still at Pius, yeah? Yeah, still helping the uh, Pius girls, correct? Yeah. So uh, still coaching, still hanging around the game, Um daughter um is is uh one of the mainstays here for Husker basketball for the women and um but I really want to get your thought on the men's side. Um you've been around for a while. You've watched, you've observed the program. You've seen coaches come and go. You've um you you've you've expressed uh a desire to see it get back to what we knew and what we saw it was and could be. So now at this point, man, now that you've got a chance to see the the adversity to watch this team to watch coach Horiberg make adjustments, make changes. Um what do you think about this Husker team um at the state it is and what do you think it needs what do they what do you think they need in order to go forward and 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 get back to some some prominence? Yeah, well, it's been a
0: you know, a, a fun season to follow. I, I think uh, you know, last year the expectations were high, and and you know it was not a great product. They they couldn't fit the pieces together, and you know, give Fred credit to you know making some staff adjustments. I, I think helped. They've changed some uh, some of their defensive philosophies. You know, certainly brought in you know some pieces that have fit together, and I think the culture uh, you know is 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 a culture that. Um, you know, has a little grit and a little toughness. I think you saw that yesterday, you know, had a chance to to maybe go away with some foul trouble and, you know, injuries and and they've hung in there. So I, you know, I, I like what Fred has, has created. I I think the, the, the culture, um, you know, is is sustainable. I think coach Lindsay has done a really good job with the defense. Um, You know, I, the, the thing that scares me the most is, you know, he runs offense through uh, kind of two unicorns. If you look at Greasel being a six-seven point guard that can post a little bit, you know, Fred has found some some NBA actions to to give us some advantages there. And then Walker at, at six-eight or 9", able to put the ball to him in the middle of the floor and, and you know, he's really effective not only as a passer, um, but, you know, as a, as a playmaker and getting the ball to the rim. Um, and then they kind of play off of that, right, Kate they say is, is benefiting from, from both of those uh, players um, being able to, to get shots, um, but they're gone next year. So, you know, what are, what is he able to maybe add? Um, I think they really need a, you know, just a a go-to player uh, to, to fit those ancillary pieces back around. So, So hopefully they're, they're able to do that. I think the portal and the NIL gives them the ability to, to maybe go get a quick fix where uh, you know five ten years ago that wasn't available to them you know you either had to get a transfer that had to sit out or a freshman you know to, to have an impact that at that level couldn't couldn't happen for most 18 year olds so you know I, I do think there's some tools that they can uh to, to bring in next year or help them with that but those are two big pieces they've got to find replacement for if, if they want to build on the momentum that they've created this season
1: Real quick, Andy, uh, this is a kind of a two-parter. One, uh, something that we haven't been able to see with this team is, uh, or in teams past, is to understand who they were or what identity they had. Um, one, did you do you think you've seen that now be emerged? Because when we were playing, just for example – when you when you came into the gym against us, you knew it was going to be we were going to run you either we're going to run you either out of the gym or you had to be on your swivel whenever we got the ball inbounds or on fast breaks. We're going to be physical and we're going to defend the crap out of you. You know, you you knew those things with identity. Do you feel that they they've now with Fred Hoyberg's team reestablished that? And you've also the, the two part, you've also got to play as I have with some dogs inside, you know, Mikey Moore would, would body you. You were physical and 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 met the challenge. Bruce Chubbick was someone with that same energy. Vincent Hamilton was a quiet dog, you know. But but you had guys that 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 had those physical attributes on the inside. Um, that's tough to find. Do you think it's available? And you think that's an area that we need to go after? Yeah. Yeah, so from an identity standpoint, you know, I'll,
0: I'll give Fred credit. I, I think he came in and and you know was big on tempo and uh, pace of play and and a lot of those analytics and and the Big Ten will grind that out of you. Like yeah. it, it is just a sometimes it's a rock fight, and and I, I think um, you know he figured that out a little bit and and realized that maybe tempo wasn't a predictor for success in the league, and you know more. Toughness defensively, you know, do, doing some of the the hard things, and I I do think we need to upgrade our our inside talent. If you look at the league, you know, it's it's a physical league. Um, you know, rebounding matters. They've held up rebounding, and part of it was I thought Gary and Bannamill or and Greasel are, are just long, positionally big, yeah, yeah. so that covered up for maybe our lack of size at the four and the five. Uh, but if you're going to be in the top six, seven in this league, your your front line needs to hold up and. You know the other thing I tell people all the time, Strick, when we played played in the Big game, we played 14 league games. Uh, you know there was there was a winnable non-conference games, and then we went Big 12 and we played 16. They played 20 conference games, yeah. and, and that is a grind. And if you don't have three, four, five posts that you know, to withstand injuries and just the the, the grind of a 20-game conference season. I think that has – you know, finally we got Blaze Keita back, which I think helped us in the second half of being able to play two bigs a little bit. Fred kind of went offense-defense with Blaze. You know, having some versatility up front, having some depth up front, I think would, would help them uh, moving forward. But, you know, to your point, they're hard to get. I mean, big, you know, the, everyone wants the, the best big guys in the country. But, you know, the opportunity to come in and play for Walker – you know, it should be an appealing uh, sales pitch for, for maybe an NIL transfer kid out there looking to maybe come in and have an impact. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're you know, 18 points and 10 rebounds and six assists and 35 minutes at the five spot. You know, that should be pretty easy to sell to to go out and, and try to convince somebody to come and help us out.
1: Andy, outside the locker room for this Nebraska men's team, a lot of the conversation is, hey, postseason's still on the table. Whether that's, you know, kind of miracle run to the NCAA tournament or more likely the NIT if everything breaks right that's a good conversation for us to have. It's fun to think about. How do you in the locker room view that as motivation without getting too lost in the big picture and still taking it game by game?
0: Yeah, certainly postseason play in, in men's basketball is hard, right? I mean, the, the NIT is kind of frowned upon, um, but you know it's trimmed back to 32 teams, right? So 96 total teams-ish make it to postseason out of 350-some, right? So uh, you know I, I, the fact that they're still playing for that um, you know, it should give them motivation, but I, I just think the culture of this team, they like playing, they like competing, they, they, they like each other. Um, you know, I, I don't think this team has won enough to look beyond the next game. You know, I, I think winning is, is, is new to them. You know, hopefully, you know, guys like Sam Hoiberg, it's hard. You win, you got a lot of people telling you how great you are. And, you know, I'm sure on campus, uh, you know, people are, are now noticing him. You know, how do you kind of reset each player and make sure that you get to your scouting report and you know it's a it's a winnable game in minnesota but yet the gap between us winning and losing is pretty small right that margin small so you know you hopefully they can reset um you know if they want to play in the nit i think they they probably have to win probably three more games combination of of, of two out of their last three and and one in the uh Big 10 or one of their next three and two in the Big 10, some type of combination like that to, to, to have a chance. Um, but, you know, um, I, I've been you know pleasantly surprised. I'll, I'll give uh, the staff credit. I'll give the players credit. They've overcome a lot of adversity and they're playing their best, best basketball going into March, which is always a sign of a, a together team and a, and a team that's getting coached.
1: Uh, on the women's side, I mean, your daughter has a breakout freshman year. How has she adjusted to you know being higher on the scouting report? What what have the coaches worked with her on, and how has she you know, you know handled that that you know increase in attention and being one of the focal points of this team?
0: Yeah, it, it's certainly been different. You know, I, I you know three course of uh, three fourths of last season was probably off the radar a little bit in terms of scouts, and and, and this year. You know if she if she's not 1a she's she's 1b and you know she's had to work a, a lot harder for her touches the lane is a lot more crowded um you know so she's averaging close to the same amount of points a little up in rebounds but she's had you know she's having to be more creative uh, develop a little bit more post moves versus just overpowering people and you know um yeah it's that we've had those conversations where she's like yeah every time i turn around there's one and a half or two bodies uh, in the lane and they haven't shot it as well this year, which part of the reason why she has more traffic is, you know, they, they just are not helping her some games from the three point line. Um, The games that they have shot it well, she's had more space and it has been more effective, but you know, that's a you know, strict knows, man. It's, uh, you know, college is hard. Um, you know, she's really improved probably her conditioning. She's playing more minutes, not being uh, in as much foul trouble, being able to guard ball screens more. Last year teams put her in the ball screen all the time, just because she did not recover well. So those are the little things that maybe to the casual observer, you're not noticing. Maybe you just look at stats, but there's a lot of areas that, you know, just her time into in the weight room and conditioning and scouting and, and film uh, has allowed her to be a little bit more effective maybe on the defensive end. But, you know, they've uh, they've had a good season. A couple of injuries I think have have, have set them back from maybe what the expectations were at the start of the season. But, you know, there's still a lot of games left for them, and they could play their way back on, onto the bubble or maybe back into the tournament with a good run here to finish the season.
1: He's Andy Markowski. Andy, thank you for joining us on the block today, man. We hope to have you back. You know, as we get into March Madness and kind of talk a little bit about that. Also, the state tournament is coming up. How do you guys uh, look as far as uh, yourself getting in and, and maybe making a run at the state tournament? I'll be yeah. doing those games. You know, high school, high school basketball is in full go, right? Districts are
0: set strict, and uh, you know, Pius the Tenth. Uh, we're we're seventeen and five. We got an eight. We're hosting a six. Uh, Class A is is really good. There's eight, nine, ten teams that, uh, you know, could, could be in the state tournament. Um, I, I think the, the field is pretty open. Uh, Millard South on paper is probably still the favorite, but you know, they've lost a couple of times, uh, you know, this year. So, you know, at Pius, we're 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 pleased with where we're at. We 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 like our district, its teams that we have played. But you know, this time of year, you you got to go play your best basketball. And uh, you know, if we win two, we, we get to Lincoln. And you know, for the smallest school in Class A as Pius, you know, just getting to state is is a great accomplishment. And that's kind of where we've set our goal. And once you get to the tournament, Strike, as you know, anything can happen, right? So we're hoping to get there, and then we'll play it out and see how the season finishes.
1: Andy Markowski, former Husker, my teammate, my friend. Thank you for joining us again on the block. We do hope to have you back soon, and we appreciate you. Good luck also in districts, and hopefully uh, I'll be able to see you guys down there at State uh, real soon. Awesome. Well, appreciate you guys having me. Thanks. There he goes, Andy Markowski. Great stuff. Um, we're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. with we'll shoot out with Strict as soon as we get back after this. I won a good one yesterday. It was tough, but I made a run at it even after bad shooting in the gym, but on the shootout, I shot the ball well. Come back. Somebody jump in. Call us on the sarder Heyman text line, and we'll join uh, the shootout with Strick next after this.